We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals. Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. Victoria went Ooh. to us. I was going to say, <laughs> went Just to, waking up. It's like I 10 o'clock. Videos of your wedding in the weekend. The well, one, well, not, not my wedding. <laughs> Just to clarify. Everyone's like, whoa, they have a No, the wedding that you went to, and my God. It was a fun time. I have blisters. Like, my, I've used like a whole packet of band-aids this morning, honestly. But that's a sign of a good night. <laughs> we allowed, is, the, is the wedding going to be in Woman's Day or are we allowed to say whose it was? No. We're not allowed to say No, it's it not going to be in Oh, okay. Day. So, but, uh, yeah. semi, would we say New Zealand famous? Kind of. One of the most famous sportsmen yeah. in New Zealand. So, we're not allowed to say whose it was, but it was. Very fun. Very, it looked amazing. I also went to a wedding in the weekend and there was 17 bridesmaids. 17. Wow. I know. God, that's a posse. (laughs) Like when they were booking down the aisle, they had to go in twos because there's so many of them. Were there 17 groomsmen? No, there's only four. I don't think I'd even have 17 friends. Neither. Yeah. Neither. Hey, I just met you on Saturday night, but do you want to be my bride? (laughs) (laughs) No, she was genuinely really good friends with everyone, which Mm. I thought was quite amazing, but also very expensive situation. Very Surely expensive. you would be like, sort your own dresses, sort your own makeup. Which I actually think is, personally... The way to go anyway? Nah. Oh. I'm just, I think if I was asking you to be my bridesmaid mm. and then asking you to buy your own dress and shoes and, you know, it's like you're doing me a favour yeah. by coming to my event, therefore I should pay for that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's my view. Therefore, I will be having zero bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The budget, unfortunately, does not fit. Or I anyway. say that now, and then once I get married, I'm like, no, no, you can all buy your own. <laughs> my best friend asked me to be her bridesmaid, and I cried. I was so happy. Oh, same. And then two weeks later, she told me she wasn't having bridesmaids. Oh. <laughs> I was like, so sad. And you attended the wedding, and there is bridesmaids. <laughs> You're like, shit. <laughs> no, but no. I had a bit of a mirror at the wedding. What happened? Um, I was... I had a few drinks. Yep. You. Was, I mean, there was margarita. Oh, it was great. Oh, great selection. Fun. There's margaritas flowing. I can't believe I'm going to say this on the podcast. I'm like racking my brain to think what could have. We kind of Can said, I guess? <laughs> Did you wear your pants? Close. No. <laughs> Did you do a spontaneous speech? No, that would have been fun. No, I, um, I was on my phone and I was. <laughs> I already love this. <laughs> I don't even know. So I'm kind of seeing someone and he lives overseas. Anyway, he was coming back and I... Uh, <laughs> you seem to note. I, no. I mean, that could have been very possible. No, I was at a wedding. <laughs> Go to the toilet and get naked. Him, anyway, no, I sent him a message saying, miss you, can't wait to see you, and sent it to the family WhatsApp instead. <laughs> Hey, that could have been so much. I worse. know, but it was a fuck. It was a very big eye opener of like, wow. Make sure you know who you're texting. If you'd said, "Can't wait to have sex with you," or like, I you know, know, it would have been so. You could have said something sexy. Ne- oh, I know. And 
I did anyone see it? Realized straight away and <laughs> <laughs> deleted it straight away. And you know how it shows deleted message, but I was like, I don't care. Anyway, and then my mum texts me and goes, "Too late, I saw it." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, classic Eileen." I know. <laughs> anyway, I was just like, "Oh," and then it was like going around the party, going around the wedding. Oh my god, Vic! I heard that you text the family. <laughs> anyway, how do you do that? I know. The I know. Fa- it's, well, surely it says family WhatsApp yeah, in the group. Yeah, it says family. Yeah, <laughs> but they're both at the top of WhatsApp anyway. Had had a few drinks. Yeah, had a few drinks, you know. So yes, That's anyway, so funny. that was. It sobered me up pretty quickly. <laughs> um, oh, stocks, stocks, stocks. Yeah. The S&P 500 is up 1.3%. Um, and the NASDAQ was up 1.5%. Um, but for February, so we've just finished the month. We finished the month last week. And it, uh, the stock market, the US stock market, so the S&P 500 was down 3%. So we had a really oh. good January, not so good February. Um, but that is the nature of investing yes um and the aussie market was pretty much flat so it was new zealand so yeah pretty ho-hum um but in the u.s we we've been talking about how companies have been reporting over the last month so i guess kind of it's really good to look at you know what did those companies like collectively mean for the economy for the stock market and so i like this overall pretty underwhelming like a lot of a lot of companies missing expectations which isn't good so that means that you know, analysts in the market are thinking it's going to be really good and they come in, you know, slightly below. Yeah, so we had some pretty disappointing results. Like, if you think, remember, Apple was one, Alphabet, so Google was another. Um, and But we also had some really good ones. So we had a lot of the energy companies, which... Oh, you know, like <laughs> the clean energy. Mm. Oh, like dirty energy. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's because of the oil price doing well. You're right there. Yeah, I'm just I'm just putting some cute clips in that I got. I'm glad you're listening. Sorry. <laughs> How cute are they though? <laughs> really cute. <laughs> Sorry, I the am. Story listening. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. So if we looked at all the companies, <laughs> if we look at all the companies on as a whole. Then um, corporate profits or corporate corporate earnings in the US are expected to fall about five percent this year. So that's not that's not that good. It's also not um, that bad. Is no, it? it's not that bad. No. So, um, but this is the first time that uh, earnings are expected to decline to decline since twenty twenty, and that's when we had COVID. So, we've had a really really strong rebound since COVID, and now things are starting to kind of go. Mm, you know, yeah. Okay. So coming back on that theme of energy companies doing really well, it's kind of one of something I wanted to touch on was just around the oil price so we always talk about stocks but you know we there are like commodities like oil which are really really important um as well and we've all come out of covid and lockdowns and everything well most of the world has but china has kind of been a lagger are they still on lockdown so they're coming out of lockdown now so um over the last couple of months they've been coming out of lockdown so they've been at like lockdown for three years which and and in china it's strict lockdown like very very strict there must have been some serious Climbs and mental health oh, issues, yeah. and like that is just so full on. Yeah, and the you know we thought four or five months was bad enough. Can you imagine three I years? I know, and imagine you know the children they haven't been to school oh. and like all of that. Like it would just be yeah, it's going to be quite interesting and scary as to what the repercussions of that mm. will be. But one of the repercussions of them now reopening is that they're now driving cars, they're now flying, they're, they're traveling. And so that 
all means they're demanding a lot of oil and being one of one of the biggest they're the second largest consumer of oil i know and the u.s is the first i want you to guess how many barrels a day do you reckon the u.s consumes of oil okay. how much is in a barrel like vaguely Oh, okay, right. <laughs> so scientific, thank you. Just but just bear hugging the air, like, oh, about this. Um, no. I don't know, like 100, 100,000? 19 million barrels a day. 19 million a I know, day? I know, Oh, That's my. so much. Whoa, how yeah. are we even, how is the world even sustained? And China's like 15 million a day. Right. Yeah, so I wonder nearly, how much the whole world consumes a day. Yeah. Shit, that's a lot. But that's like crazy. And so we've got China coming back online and, and want an increasing demand for oil. Um, then that leads to you know, an increase in demand. But we've also had the shortage of supply because, you know, when people weren't flying during COVID, a lot of those oil production companies shut down production because they were like, well, there's no one to sell it to, so let's cut production. And that's just cause, that doesn't just come back online quickly. You know, if you're thinking you're drilling, finding oil, you've got, it takes time. So we've got this limited supply, heaps of demand, and that's just going to lead to global oil prices going bananas. So is this where a lot of short-term investors would look to invest in oil companies? Yep. And, yeah. And that's why the energy companies did super, super well when they reported their results this month so they you know if you remember chevron bp like they're all making you know record record profits and it's because of these this really high oil price um and we also spoke about in the curve weekly bp had um, a target to cut their carbon emissions by 40 percent by 2030 um and they've now changed that to a 25 percent reduction so they've mother yeah and it's all because of this they're like well we've got to keep producing oil because the world needs it and it's like come on guys like yeah what would they yeah. do though what is the alternative renewables yeah so but who uh, or yeah, you can buy offsets so you can um buy carbon credits so they should offset. be doing that they should be doing i think the well carbon my opinion is carbon credits are kind of not a cheating way but it's kind of like you it's an easy way you're just buying the ability to produce more carbon emissions really mm. um whereas what you should be doing is looking at your business and being like hey how can we actually reduce reduce our emissions overall, not just be like three minus three equals zero. So how do we mm. reduce the three? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But this all leads to inflation. If you've got high oil prices, if you've got high oil prices, you've got high petrol prices, it all leads to inflation. So yay. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So that inflation of six to seven percent. Um, is that what New Zealand's currently at? New Zealand is New Zealand, the US. Yeah, they're all around six seven percent, which is great fun. So, do we think that that's going to get higher again now that? Well, it's just people were saying, "Oh, look, this is just you know a transition. Inflation will just be at these levels because of COVID. It's all going to come back. Uh, back sorry, back, it's all going to come back to more normal levels of that two to three percent. But when you have things like this, saying oil's going back up to a hundred, you know, over a hundred dollars, and it's at you know, $70, $80 now, that just is all like, oh, so we're not going to see inflation come back for a while. You know, it's all these extra things keep happening, which makes it feel like inflation is going to stay higher for longer. Which On that note, I think is, I need a pay rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it, that's yeah. so, that sucks. Yeah. I think the reason it's the most deflating is it feels as though all of the things that 
are doing harm to the world or people. So whether it be layoffs or mm. like those, when, when people are being laid off and losing their jobs, it's good for inflation. Yeah. And then when oil prices are high, which is shit for the planet, it's also bad for inflation. Like it just feels like we're getting smacked on the face with a yeah, cold yeah, fish. Yeah. We're trying I mean? to. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, you will look one way and there's a slap. You look the other and there's a slap. And you're like, I just want to get away from the fish yeah, yeah just take your smelly fish somewhere yeah. else yeah one day Damn optimism it. can optimism. we just start faking the curve weekly can you just bring some more positive bring some news? joys yeah <laughs> is there any positive news uh, <laughs> oh, i will damn. try and find more positive news next time no yes. it's not that i want you to fake it i'm more just like oh it's depressing isn't it yeah well inflation is 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 real and it's what everyone feels so it's good to kind of talk about you know the mechanics behind it and you know, understand rather why. people sitting there going why is it not coming down why is it not coming down it's like we well, all these other kind of things in play um that are leading to it staying high unfortunately um and we also had starbucks last week so starbucks employs about nearly three hundred thousand people in the u.s like just in america oh. yeah just in america um and their new they had a new ceo uh start in april last year and we've actually seen this with quite a few companies now is that they're put putting rules in place that you have to be in the office, you know, three times a week, for example, um, to try and reverse this working from home stuff. And Amazon did it. And now Starbucks has come out and, and said that they want their staff to be back in. And this is, sorry, this is their head office staff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm like, like how, how do they make coffee? <laughs> I love that you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, no, I was the same when I read the headline. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so they were saying to their staff they need them back in the office three days a week and there's kind of been a bit of a backlash you know people saying no we think we should be able to work when we want and it's interesting because i think we're going to see a lot more of this um companies saying you know for productivity and creativity and we saw it with disney as well you know it's better to have people back in the office together working together and then a lot of people are saying, well, no, I like the flexibility. I work better from home. And so it's going to be interesting to see where we land, um, whether it is three days a week or whether it's not. But um, Just as yeah. a general. Yeah, just as a like, – like and we were talking the other day. And mm. It's like, why is the five-day working week a five-day working week? You know, why is it five days work, two days off? I know. Like who decided that? And in your email, The Curve Weekly, last week, or maybe it was the week before, one of the things you spoke about was that trial they did in London mm. around companies trying a four-day working four day working week and yep. three-day weekend and the productivity and the what um, staff were putting out was exactly the same. Yeah. And I mean, do like... do do a lot of like surfing the internet. Surfing around. And this is quite a big place. thing because culture at, at offices and at companies can permeate you know into other parts of the business so if you've got a bad culture starbucks share price is up four percent year to date um and the market's up six percent so it's actually underperformed right um can i just say so, for anyone that doesn't understand that basically the entire stock market and are we talking about the s&p 500 yeah, yeah. so yeah. the american stock exchange um the main one is up like as a year is up 6%. So yep. any company that's up less than that is technically down. Well, it's, it's under, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like underperforming it's because not, it should be, that's the kind of the average, I guess. It's performing yeah. below average. So yeah. something's happened or something's not right. And so that's what this is saying. People are like, oh, is this going to create a lot of, you know, cultural issues or are people going to leave or is this going to be even just, just a distraction, um, you know, in terms of people just not getting on with their work because they're, you know, fighting this and yeah, just kind of, 
disgruntled. So, yeah, we will see. And I would just like to uh, make a metaphorical toast. I don't have anything, not even a glass of water. But to Vic uh, is now officially going to be full time (laughs) in the curve. Woohoo! So for anyone that... God, that's that's a terrible sounding clap, isn't it? Sounds like a... Sex? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but congratulations. Very it's exciting. A Monday morning. Sorry. People, right? Oh my God. Sorry. Okay. Um, How was your weekend? Real boring. Like, as in nothing to. Okay. Yeah, nothing to report. Sorry. Um, I saw someone. I can't remember where it was. Oh, we were doing a shoot um, last week, and someone was like, Love listening to the podcast and learning about finance and also your sex life. I was like, Oh, well, the shit. lack of. <laughs> Anyway, yes. congrats, Vic. Very exciting. Yes, I'm very, very excited. So, you know, you'll see lots more of me. <laughs> we actually didn't have to record this podcast till 8.30 this morning. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, Vic doesn't have to hurry off to the office. But we're a bit late, weren't we, Sophie? Yep. Yeah. And we'll wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that SD card. It was a bit of a drama. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.